Welcome to episode 72 of the Mayberry Devotional, entitled, Forgive Others. Today I'll be looking at season 3, episode 6 of the Andy Griffith Show, Barney Men's a Broken Heart. And I'll be looking at scripture from Ephesians chapter 4, verse 26 through 27. As today's episode starts off, we see Andy going to Peggy's house to pick her up for a date. And we find out that Peggy has company. An old college friend of Peggy's, Don, has stopped by for a visit. When Peggy refuses to leave Don by himself to go on their date, Andy gets aggravated with Peggy and leaves. Andy then stops by the courthouse to find a magazine when he finds Barney who questions Andy about the evening. Barney thinks that Andy needs to talk about it so that he can get over this hurt quicker. You know, after all, it is therapeutic. Andy tells Barney that he doesn't want to talk about it. His plan is to go home, read his magazine, which turns out Barney was looking at the entire time. And, of course, we see the wheels in Barney's head start spinning as Andy leaves, and Barney decides that he wants to help Andy out. When Andy gets home, he has to explain to Opie and Aunt B why his date with Peggy was just over early. You know, he didn't get stood up, after all. When Andy finally gets settled in and starts to read his magazine, we see Barney stop by with Thelma Lou and Lydia. After a few minutes of awkward conversation, it becomes painfully obvious that Barney is trying to set up Andy with Lydia. But even more obvious is that Andy is not interested in Lydia. The evening doesn't go as Barney expects, and he ends up leaving with Thelma Lou and Lydia. Later, back at the courthouse, Barney looks through his little black book, and he finds the number for Skippy, a girl that he met at the Tip Top Cafe. He arranges for her and one of her friends to meet him at the Tip Top Cafe, and Barney goes into making up a story to get Andy to show up. Barney finally convinces Andy to go to the Tip Top, because of a tip that Barney received that the owner is selling alcohol. While Andy is convinced that the tip Barney received was false, he starts to leave when Barney's friend Skippy walks in with Daphne. All four of them sit down in a booth and start talking as Barney tries to make up plans for them for the night. Again, it becomes painfully obvious that Andy doesn't want to take part in anything they suggest. And Skippy and Daphne, they start bickering back and forth, drawing attention to themselves and making Andy feel a bit uncomfortable. While trying to explain to the girls how the whole night was a big misunderstanding, a big man walks in who appears to be a love interest of Daphne. He starts questioning why Daphne wasn't home like she said she would be, and instead is out with a, well, a couple of squirts like Andy and Barney. The man ends up grabbing Barney up out of his chair, and we see Andy quickly come to Barney's defense. While we don't see exactly what happened to Andy, it becomes pretty clear in the expression of Barney's face that it wasn't too good. The epilogue shows Barney coming into the courthouse to apologize to Andy. When Andy turns around in his chair, we see what happened to Andy. He ended up with a black eye due to, well, due to Daphne's friend. Andy then explains to Barney that how he doesn't need Barney's help to solve his problems. Barney then tries to explain to Andy how he was just trying to help him out, but I think Barney realizes that it didn't work out as he was planning. Peggy comes in to bring some vaccination records over and drops them off to give to Andy. And while she's there, she sees Andy's eye, and the conversation becomes more amiable as Peggy and Andy both they apologize for their actions. And as they hug and make up, Barney goes on to tell Andy that that's what his plan was all along. But I'm sure Andy could have done, you know, without the black eye to get there. The scripture I want to look at today comes from Ephesians chapter 4, the second part of verse 26 and 27. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and give no opportunity for the devil. As Paul is writing to the believers at Ephesus, he writes to them of a new life they must live as Christians. 
In verse 17, he tells them that they're no longer to walk with the Gentiles. Of course, we know he's talking about their actions, not their actual walk. He goes on to give the instructions on how they should act. They need to speak the truth. Paul says it's okay to be angry, but don't let it be an opportunity for the devil to enter into their lives. We read in the Bible while Christ was angry once because the money changers that were in the temple and he turned over tables. But the difference is between Christ and us is that when Christ gets angry, he does it without sin. Paul writes that the words they spoke need to be uplifting and gracious to others and not used to tear others down. Paul says they needed to put away all bitterness out of their lives. Just as Jesus gave the disciples a new commandment to love others as we love ourselves, Paul sums up his instructions by telling the Ephesians to be kind to others, tender-hearted, forgive others, because if they'll remember, God forgave them. And these words can be used really verbatim in our lives today. Now, when Andy comes to Peggy's house to pick her up for their date, he wasn't expecting Peggy to have company. And I'm sure when the day started, Peggy wasn't expecting anyone to stop by and interrupt her date with Andy. But when Don, wouldn't you know his name would be Don, stopped by, Peggy was setting a good example of what Paul was writing about. Peggy stayed home to visit with Don and fixed him some food. She was being kind to him and being tender-hearted you know, to break off her date with Andy to, to visit with Don. However, Andy wasn't necessarily displaying these characteristics to Peggy on, on account of Don. Now, I've said this about other characters, and I'll say it about Andy. We shouldn't be too hard on him because that's just the way they wrote the episode. I'm sure if this really happened, Andy would have handled it differently. But we see that he gets aggravated with Peggy since, you know, she's breaking her date. Well, you know, she did stand him up after all. And he's not very forgiving. And by very, I mean, well, he's not at all forgiving. And I think you could say that Andy gets angry. How many times do we lose our cool? And as Paul writes about in verse 26, we get angry in sin and give the devil a toehold in our lives. Now, if you say none, then, well, I'll admit you're a much better person than I am. There's a prayer you can find on the internet that has a person telling God that all the bad things they haven't done, like they haven't gossiped, they haven't lost their temper, they haven't been nasty, greedy, grumpy, or even selfish. But then the prayer continues to say that they're just now getting out of bed and they're going to need some help for the rest of the day. I'm sure we all know someone like that in our lives who, well, who's just like that. And hopefully no one is raising their hand right now and admitting it's them. When we get angry, we lose our temper. We say things that are mean, and we don't necessarily mean them at the time. And sometimes that anger can cause people to do things that they're not supposed to, that, that they're not proud of later. I think we've all seen videos on the internet when somebody gets angry and speeds off in a car and just to see them wreck a second later. Or maybe you've witnessed somebody that's got angry and they punched a wall because of their anger. And what happens? Most of the time they end up breaking their hand. I think those are perfect examples of somebody who's given an opportunity to the devil when they've shown their anger. Paul gives many ways that the Ephesians are to live their lives as Christians, but I think one of the best things he writes is in verse 32 when he says that we are to forgive one another. How much easier would Andy's evening have been if he'd forgiven Peggy? He wouldn't have to answer all of Barney's questions. He wouldn't have to answer Opie and Aunt B and their questions. Plus, well, he wouldn't have ended up at the tip-top cafe with Barney and got punched. How many times in our lives would our circumstances have changed if we'd forgiven somebody instead of getting angry? You might be thinking that it's easier said than done, but remember Paul writes that Christ has forgiven us for all that we have done. So why not use him as an example? Jonathan Lockwood Huey is attributed to having said this, 
Forgive others, not because they deserve forgiveness, but because you deserve peace. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. I hope you join me next week as we'll look at Season 3, Episode 7, Lawman Barney. And until then, thanks for listening.